Thought Bubble Hi, I'm Kirsty. And I'm Kelsey. And it's time to hate watch with us. Welcome to our variety show for sarcastic people. Who had to take a little break because Kirsty's house was a shit show. A literal shit show. A literal, a literal shit show. So here's the deal, my friends. Some of y'all follow us on Twitter. So you got some tweets in your feed. That alluded to the various problems at my house. (laughs) And then for the rest of you, you missed out on all this shit. So here's the explanation that I owe you. Um, My studio is in a basement. And for the last two summers, my house had crickets. So, you know, it happens. My house was vacant for like two years before I bought it. So crickets happen. And the first week that we had to miss our show was because there were like eight crickets in the room where I record that were just screaming at each other. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you know this, but crickets make that noise when they're trying to attract mates. And these crickets were just fucking horny as hell. (laughs) So that was problem number one. (laughs) That was problem number one. So I was like, let's wait to record. I already had pest control scheduled to come and do a spray. Um, So I was like, let's wait until that happens. And then we'll record and we'll be like a day late. Mm-hmm. So Pest Control came on a Monday. The show usually drops on a Tuesday. So it was like, it's fine. We'll record on Tuesday. Have it out by like Thursday. Whatever. Um, Tuesday comes and my infant child poops in the tub, which, you know, <laughs> infant children do. Um, and so I threw a bunch of bath toys in our utility sink to clean them off because, you know, the tub poop. <laughs> and... I turn on the water, realize I haven't seen my infant child in several minutes, and run out of the room to go ensure her safety. And then an hour later, I'm upstairs doing dishes. I complain to my husband that there's no hot water. He goes downstairs to find half an inch of standing water on my basement floor. (laughs) It's fine. It's fine. You know, nine o'clock on a Tuesday night is the best time for your basement to become a waiting pool. Right. So in the time since we've had water mediation specialists in the house, they put my basement is extraordinarily small and they put eight industrial sized fans and two industrial sized dehumidifiers down here. It's been 106 in the studio for the last five days. (laughs) It's been, like, 90 in my upstairs in that time as well. It's fine. Everything is fine. (laughs) So, your flood was a poop water flood, too. We haven't discussed that portion. Well, no. I mean, not really, because the toys didn't really have poop on them. And so, like, in based on the dilution (laughs) of the flood water, I, I think there's probably, like, more poop on your hand at any given time. I don't know. But you know, you know, the real tragedy is that I have to wash the bath toys again <laughs> because <laughs> the vinegar would have gotten so dilute from the flood that even though they technically soaked for an hour, they didn't get clean. <laughs> so did the rest of your basement. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when it's all said and done, I have to clean those fuckers again. Um, so as of right now, there are three fans and one dehumidifier still in my basement. So if my audio is weird, it's because my life still sucks. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. 
Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Welcome. So um, we're bringing you today a two-part episode. You'll get this part this week and the next part next week. This was Kelsey's idea, so take it away. So my idea was, let's ruin each other's lives. (laughs) (laughs) So basically the premise was we each had to select a hate watch that would make the other person really miserable to watch. (laughs) And in turn, we subjected ourselves to watching the ones we'd picked, which I didn't think about when I made my choice. Uh Uh-huh. We'll get there. Which is always half the fun. Yeah, that's for next week. But this week, we're talking about Kirstie's choice for make- Each other watch a hate watch. Hate make each other hate watch? Maybe that's smoother. Make each other hate watch a hate watch. Yeah. 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 So Kirstie, yeah. tell them what you selected. So I selected a long time favorite of mine, um, which is the stars show Spartacus. It's technically called like Spartacus Winter Rising Sun hell or something like that (laughs) actually okay so instead of season numbers they did season names and season one is blood and sand so it's spartacus blood and i wasn't that far off and also i think that's such a bullshit thing that tv shows do and i judge them more for it there's like it makes it have no consistency i was looking through my tv trying to find it and there were just like seven spartacuses that all looked equally bad and had different names but they weren't in any sort of order and it was just like very complicated so and it didn't have to be um season one is blood and sand mm-hmm. season two is gods of the arena season three is vengeance and season four which might have been my favorite is war of the damned these sound like marvel movies <laughs> This movie is a type, I'll say that. In that it's a show? (laughs) (laughs) Or is it like a 10-hour movie? (laughs) Who's to say? Who's to say? I'm to say. God, this show sucked. This show... Okay, so let me me give some history. Mm -hmm. Um, This show came into my life, my... Junior year of college, I was living with a friend of mine. He, I don't know how he found it, but he had already watched the first episode. And Mm -hmm. I came home one night and he's like, you're watching this with me. And he put it on and I literally sat on the edge of the couch the entire hour just going, what the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck? What? Like, I, I, ugh. I didn't get it. I'll, I'll say that. I didn't get it. Right. I get it now. Do you? Mm. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll talk. Okay. That is what this podcast is for. Mm-hmm, primarily. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> where where do I begin here? Um 
Uh, why don't, okay, you take a stab at telling me what this episode is. Garbage. <laughs> okay. Um, wait, wait, before you do the plot, what was, like, the thing that stood out to you the most about it as an episode of television? Other than the fact that it's bad. Let me be clear. This is bad television. This is horrendous television. I just, I want to make sure in my enthusiasm for the show that I convey the fact, which is that it's terrible. I think what stood out to me the most, if I have to just choose one thing, is that I can pinpoint it to a point in time, and that point is t- in time is 2008. <laughs> <laughs> it is like... Of its moment. What is it about it that's so 2008? It's basically just ripping off, like, 10,000 things that were trendy yet also bad. Uh Uh-huh. Mainly the movie 300. Yep. Also a little bit of The Matrix. And then some, like, early early to mid-2000s HBO, like, getting off on itself being HBO. Yeah stars but yeah whatever (laughs) stars getting off on hbo (laughs) yeah that's more right for what it's worth it came out in 2010 so you are not wrong i'm not wrong you're not wrong so plot is loosely a story about spartacus (laughs) (laughs) about a warrior from sparta (laughs) maybe i don't fucking care from that general vicinity anyway he doesn't like one of the one of the peoples that the romans were conquering basically yeah so all we know about him is that he doesn't like to wear a lot of clothes Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he likes to fight and there's, like, some plot. I really didn't give a flying fuck about any of this plot, and I didn't care to pay attention. Um, he has some wife that he feels strongly about, and then there's battles for reasons that were, like, politically as interesting as the Trade Federation in Star Wars yes, Episode One: The Phantom Menace. <laughs> and, frankly, I'd rather watch Star Wars Episode One. And I see, I wouldn't. This is better. No. Anyway, so there's fighting and blah, blah, blah. And then they lose the fight, presumably, I think. And then he goes back to rescue his wife. And then their town burns. And then his wife gets captured into like sex slavery. And he gets sad. And then he gets captured. And then he does a fight in a Coliseum like place that may or may not be the Coliseum. Again, I don't care. And he wins. <laughs> this is very, like, Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. <laughs> and um, that's the end of the episode, I think. More or less, yeah. 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 So, um, this is, this is a show about gladiators, is what's happening. So, like, the Romans go and conquer this yeah. place, and they take this guy prisoner, and now he's a gladiator. So the whole the whole rest of the show, he's going to be a gladiator, is the point. Thrilling. 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 But he's, like, really good at fighting, so that's why they name him Spartacus. 
Right. Um, I took account of the number of sex scenes, the number of dick jokes, and I started a count of actual dicks, but I, at one point I became so overwhelmed that I didn't actually write down anything. Yeah. Um, but let it be known that there were quite a few dicks. Can we get into the sex scenes? Yes, I would love it. There were four of them. Yeah, so at the top of this I did write strong sexual content. It was not the good kind. <laughs> None of it no. was the good kind. No, it's terrible. Like, my next it's terrible note right after strong sexual content was truly lame sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's what... The sex in the show in general is what I think, like, like if you've ever taken a film studies class or any kind of women's studies class or feminism class where there's, like, that one guy who, like, wears a beanie and thinks he's, like, a sensitive soft boy and he tries to explain the female gaze to you. Yeah. That's what the sex in the show is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> there's, like, soft lighting and there's lots of cuts and so they, like, do like the PowerPoint soft filter transition from like one cut of them kissing to one cut of them slowly licking each other's armpits to a cut <laughs> of a thrust with a you know butt muscles everywhere. God, there's so much um, thrusting. There's a lot of thrusting. There's gonna be more thrusting. I'm not watching more of this show. Are you kidding me? Their favorite shot in this whole show is like a woman <laughs> on her back, a man on top. <laughs> And his butt just, like, center frame. <laughs> oh, God. Just going at it. No. That's, like, that's, like, the signature shot of Spartacus <laughs> sex scenes. <laughs> They're just so bad. And you're supposed to I, think I wrote... that either of these people is deriving, like, any kind of satisfaction from this, and it's not possible. No, God, no. But it, yeah, I don't. What I wrote about this show is, like, who is the target demographic? Yeah, I need to know. <laughs> an incredibly violent romance story with, yep. like, faux artful porn and toxic masculinity. This needs to be, like, a TSA pre-check screener question. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, they, they have sets. In multiple scenes that are, like, that look like the covers of, like, grocery store romance novels. That's the entire aesthetic of this show. <laughs> but then they also have, like, red filter slow-mo, like, Kool-Aid fake blood splatter aesthetics happening. And then they have this, like, weird porn. and But then everybody's also just getting their arms chopped off all the time i mean in general this whole show is a real like bad film school production vibe yeah but i almost think like on second watch it felt like the show was like kind of self-aware in a way where i think they were like i was thinking about it in that one scene of him and his wife when he gives her his like loincloth or something and tells her to keep it on her thigh so that they'll be close <laughs> together <laughs> <laughs> and it's like this like blue sky with this weird orange sunset gradient and there's like one tree in the background and it's it but and they have these like fans going so that her hair is like 
wafting in the breeze. And he goes, keep me close to your thighs. (laughs) (laughs) Ties a piece of his underwear on her. Like, what? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I was watching that scene and I was like, this is the... This is terrible. Whoever put this set together had to have known it was terrible. And then I was like, they did, because there was something they were going for here, and weirdly, they achieved it. I just don't know for who. Like, who did they achieve it for? That's what I don't understand, because the same thing applies to, like, their totally impractical wardrobe when they are fighting in Mm -hmm. the winter, and they're wearing, like, no clothes. Yeah. And, like, all of their weird, like, music video montages that they put together... Like, I just, I don't get what the, I don't, like, do I not get it? Or I just don't know, it broke me. And they made four seasons of this show, so it's not like no one was the target demographic. Like, someone watched the show. They made four seasons. And the the actor from seasons one and two died of cancer, sadly. And they took, like, a two-year hiatus, and then they hired a new actor and did the last two seasons. So not only did they make four seasons of the show, but they had to, like, reboot it, basically. Like, this was a show in demand. Like, was were people in on the j- joke? And maybe what was the joke? <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was, but I also... Like, I was more outwardly making fun of it at the time than I felt like I was on the second watch, because on the second watch, I felt like the show knew something. I just still don't know what that is. I feel like they know something, but I still kind of feel like they're making it for people to take it seriously. That's what I couldn't figure out. Like, it kind of, it reads like a romance novel, like a bad trash romance novel. But it's clearly not a show for women. Like, no one's writing right. a show thinking, like, women are going to watch it. I mean, or, so, I feel like that's not true. Really? Yeah, there's so many naked men. Yeah, but, like, not not in the way that, like, Outlander does... No, but they weren't worried. This was 2000 and what? 10? 10. Which means it was made a year or two before then. I'm Googling for the Target demo. I don't know. It just reminded (laughs) me a lot of conversations we've had with your husband about um, Game of Thrones. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, every, every moment where I was like, who is this for? I just thought of the way we've talked about Game of Thrones, because this show feels like a mirror universe Game of Thrones in terms of how they do the sex and the violence and what, in theory, would be interesting to, like, men as studios think of men, the demographic. That's where I'm differing. (laughs) Yeah? Because I feel like it was too heavy on the bad romance plot, where, like, Game of Thrones didn't go there, at least until later seasons, for the most part. But it's so violent. And, like, it. maybe I, this is because I've seen the whole show, but it's only going to get worse from here. I feel like Stars was hoping that this was a show that, like, women and their partners would watch together. 
Interesting. In the way that, like, someone took someone to go see 300, right? <laughs> right, in, right. In theory. Yeah. In theory. I feel like they were trying to play you know, both I sides. I've seen bits and pieces, but it was bad. <laughs> I, yeah. I have no idea what this show wants for me. The aesthetic is, like, I'm so hung up on the, <laughs> this. I, it was insane. If you... You owe it to yourself to at least, like, fast forward through and just, like, or get some screen caps somehow because, like, the visuals of the show are just so buck-fucking-wild. Like, they go to battle and they're basically wearing, like, man-warrior bikinis and yep, they show them, like, side profile running through a field or something and then... It looks like he's running on a treadmill and the background changes to, like, fall and then winter oh, yeah. and then spring and then summer. And it literally looks like a, like, music video from the early 90s. Yes, it does. And, and they're, like, not trying to make it realistic. <laughs> no. They're just doing a thing and they're just doing a lot of it. Um... At the end of that montage, they arrive into, like, the forest where they're going to have a big fight with the Romans Mm -hmm. or someone. There's, like, four different factions that are all fighting, but the Romans are the big bad. Yeah, and none of it matters. um, So they're in this forest. (laughs) Yeah. Um, They're in this forest, and there's all these trees that are only, like, half trees. Like, the trunks end kind Mm -hmm. of halfway up. And they're kind of, like... They almost look like the tree was supposed to have gotten snapped off or something. Like, the tree just kind of ends, but it's kind of jagged. And they're all just these skinny, like, dark trees on a white background. Um, like, they did, and there's, like, five of them. And that's, like, the forest. Right. It's very, it's like a theater production, almost, too. Yeah, it does have that, like, kind of scrappy feel to it. Like, you're supposed to imagine that these, like, three trees make it a set. Right. It does ask a lot of your imagination at times. They also do this visual that they're obsessed with for the entire run of the show during battle where someone cuts someone with a sword, like, cuts their throat or chops off an arm or something. Yeah. And this, like, blood splatter that literally looks like Kool-Aid. It doesn't... You know how usually fake blood looks really, like, viscous and dark? Yeah. The splatter comes up and it's, like, translucent. Like, you can see light through it. Right. And it sort of splatters the whole screen. And then they, like, desaturate the color and everything except for the blood splatter. And everything is moving behind the blood splatter in slow Mm -hmm. motion Mm -hmm. while the blood is at the front of the screen. Think, like, the Matrix when he does that little thing. Yeah. That's what they're doing there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But they do it, like, 20 times an episode. Right. Like, we had a drinking game for this back in the day. Um, And I, watching this episode now as an old person, I have no idea how we did it. Because we did it, like, on school nights. (laughs) And, oh boy, I was a lot younger back then. Because, like, that was one of the rules, was to drink for blood splatter. 
And, like, that alone would fuck me up these days. Right? Yeah. There's no chance. None. Not at all. <laughs> you also had to drink every time there were boobs. You had to drink... Um, we had a, a whole cascading series of um, drinking rules for the various curses, which you didn't get a lot of curses no. in this episode. But they have really colorful cursing. Um, Jupiter's cock is the main one. <laughs> <laughs> that they throw around a lot. God. Uh, but it, it, there's a lot of colorful cursing. Um, you had to drink for dicks. You had to drink for all the homoeroticism. Yep. I think the show may actually be for the gays. That may be the answer. <laughs> may. That may be the answer. <laughs> As, you, you haven't gotten there yet, but especially once you get into, like, the gladiator times when he's, like, living in the dungeon with the gladiators. Yep. It's extremely homoerotic. I mean, as I was just talking about the aesthetic I had in the back of my mind, like, was Ryan Murphy a part of this? <laughs> he wasn't, but it's it's extra enough. It's so good. But the other thing I wanted to talk about yeah. is the dialogue. Yes. They say... I. This this episode didn't have the best quotes of the series, obviously, because it's a pilot. I'm sorry, is there a better but, um, quote than keep me close they... to your thighs? <laughs> there were four seasons of this show, so you better believe it. Jesus Christ. Um, They do the thing that some period pieces choose to do, where they're like, maybe if we just Yoda the grammar a little bit, then you'll think it's old-timey. Yep. Um, so they say shit like... Ask favor for him again and your tears will fall short of notice. Jesus Christ. Sick burns. Sick burns. Sick burn. Um, someone says, my father, how will he measure the man he's so blessed with his daughter? What? Like, I'm not interested in your faux old-timey dialogue that is really just dumb. Like, I'm not going to pay attention to try and decode that. And it, they're, as they get, like, deeper into the storylines in Capua, um, which is the town yeah. that they're in, um, you're going to get more of that because there's all these, like, exposition scenes between, like, the rich Romans where all they're doing is, like, Game of Thrones talking about politics, but in this weird syntax just don't get it. I, I don't know. I also don't know why people in period pieces are always British. Yeah, I had questions about that, too. <laughs> or, like, fake British. Fake, they were definitely fake British. Yeah. But they didn't it's bother like to, that... like, give the other factions different variations of an, an accent. No. So they made it more complicated to figure out which white man came from which group. <laughs> You basically have to try to judge by exactly how naked he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's your only clue. Right. And speaking of naked, um, I also want to address, like, th their costume choices. <laughs> Specifically two things that I wrote down. One of them is just one thing that drives me crazy because it's so stupid, is when 
he goes to meet the wife after battle or whatever, mm-hmm. and they get attacked, and she just throws off her coat, and she has this, like, sexy dress on underneath because while they're being attacked by scary men in masks. And it's like, is that the practical choice you're gonna make right now? And also, like, did you plan for this to happen? Is that why you picked that outfit today? <laughs> Not you have sure. to be ready for battle and for showcase saying you're heaving bosom. Right. At any time. <laughs> at all times. And on that note, you know how sometimes you just gotta be tits out at the Coliseum? Mm-hmm. You just gotta. You know what's hilarious about that? What? Uh, there's one tits out character in particular who only has one out and she's like sitting on a guy's lap. <laughs> She's a recurring character. No. You're going to get more shots of her doing that exact same thing, one tit out, sitting on someone's lap, screaming, like, every episode. It's really cute that you keep saying, I'm going to get more of it, as if I'm going to watch more of it. (laughs) (laughs) There may be a listener out there. You don't know. Yeah, you're right. This isn't just for me. (laughs) <laughs> this is all about Kelsey. It's fine. I'm gonna watch more of this show. I had I got such a kick out of rewatching it. It didn't make you like just want to jump off a bridge. It did, but in like the best way possible. Ugh. Like tearing my eyeballs out of my head with joy. Like who is responsible for this? I need to know. I have just an infinite amount of questions about everything that ever happened with regards to this show. Right? I There's so much about it that I don't understand. I just need to know, if you're out there and you watched the show and it's time and you enjoyed it, genuinely contact us. Yes. I need to understand. I understand if you don't want to, but I need to understand anyway. <laughs> oh, here's an interesting article. Um, the headline is, The Breakout Hit Outlanders Finally Attracting Women to Stars. And this came up in a search about the target demographic of Spartacus. And this was <laughs> shortly after the star show Power overtook Spartacus in ratings, which at the time Spartacus was like the most important show that stars had. So oh I'm not going to be able to read this, artic- this article now. I almost said Articus. Articus. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to read this right now, but I'm interested to see what the take is. IMDb tags the plot keywords as, in this order, gladiator, gay, violence, slave, sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, they nailed it. So, yeah. Can I tell you what my favorite costume from the episode was? Yes, you can. Um, In the orgy scene, there are, like, three people walking around wearing dildo hats. There was an orgy scene? There was an orgy scene. <laughs> it's when that weird blonde chick and her dad are, like, presenting the gladiators be- to, like, cover up her husband being an idiot or something. And, um, there's just, like, naked women dancing around in, like, pools in the house. Oh, sure. 
And then he's like, he said, he like invites everyone to like enjoy themselves basically. Um, and then there's all of these like artful shots of people being gluttonous, I guess, as they did in old timey Italy. Um, and there's just people walking around wearing dildo hats. They've got these big hats on their heads and they've got big veiny dildos up there. Like, I can't tell you enough how much my brain, like, rejected this show. (laughs) It didn't want it in my brain at all. It was like, no. The whole last page of my notes, I took two pages of handwritten notes, but the last page is, like, three quotes, and in the middle it just says, DILDO HAT, in all caps. So that's what was happening for me as I was watching it. What's interesting is a lot of this writing staff, from what I can tell, has moved over to, like, the CW uh, superhero genre. Here's an article complaining about how overlooked um, and award-deprived the show was. I disagree with that. You know, like, I can say a lot of things about how much I enjoy watching this television show, I will never be able to say that I wish I had won more awards. Nope, nope, nope. I would rather Ozark win. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so, you can watch Spartacus somewhere. I don't even remember where I watched it, to be honest. I watched it on Stars. <laughs> I have no idea where I watched it. Somehow I watched it. Promising. Maybe on Hulu? Did I watch it on Hulu? It doesn't matter. Go watch Spartacus. Don't save yourselves. Save yourselves. <laughs> if you play a drinking game, please be extraordinarily careful about the rules you make because this show will put you in the ER. Yes, correct. Yes. Uh and remember, keep us close to your thighs. <laughs> please 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 do not keep us close to your thighs i don't want to be anywhere near any of that (laughs) we are women on the internet kelsey (laughs) don't do that that's all we're asking for yeah just subscribe um do that uh you can find us on twitter (laughs) you can find us on twitter at hey watch with us um you can find our website heywatchwithus.com there's information about the show or something up there who cares um and uh we have an email address (laughs) heywatchwithus at gmail.com we're also members of the Thought Bubble Audio Network. You can find their shows at Thought Bubble FM on Twitter, ThoughtBubbleAudio.com, and Thought Bubble Audio on Patreon, maybe? Um, anyway, you can give money to their Patreon, and maybe eventually that money will help pay for my basement repairs. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> if enough of you listen to this show, then someday I can afford to replace the floor in my basement. <laughs> And, yeah, don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed 
this segment and or want to hear Kirstie tell more stories about the great poop tub flood of 2019. <laughs> like, one minute, your basement's a sex dungeon for crickets, and then the next thing you know, you've just got a poop flood on your hands. <laughs> Life is a roller coaster. Yep. You know, there was one cricket left in the basement after the treatment from the pest control people, like, lived in the wall where my uh, shower is. Mm -hmm. And I'll bet you that after five days at 106 degrees (laughs) that there's no more cricket. You can only hope. (laughs) One can only hope. It's a new method for getting rid of crickets. You just... Just flood your bathroom. Yeah. And then... Put a lot of fans in there, test the capacity of your electrical panels, and maybe the crickets will be gone. Maybe. <laughs> Saved you 325 bucks. Perfect. All right. Well. All right. Um, we'll tune in next, next week. week. We'll have more Making Each Other Hate Watch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Kelsey, wouldn't... No, I'm not going to make that joke. Um, so... <laughs> oh, no.